Our third applicant that we have being interviewed here on today's program on Irish Radio Canada is Lisa. Lisa, I'd like you to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your sponsor as well as your Irish ancestry. I'm Lisa. Um, I'm representing the Ottawa Gales, uh, which is our local Gaelic football um, and hopefully someday hurling club. Um, my Irish ancestry is uh, actually related to the song I picked, so I'll talk a little more about that after. But mm-hmm. um, my dad's family is from Baumina and Antrim. Okay. Um, and we got lost in Ireland this summer, made our way there. Uh, and my mom's family is from Kilkenny. So you had a bit of your own roots trip. We'll have to hear more about that. Now, as I understand it, you are a recent graduate and you've currently started your professional career. Yes, so um, I'm now a full-time teacher at a private school in Ottawa. Um, I teach junior kindergarten, senior kindergarten, grade one, grade two. I teach French, uh, phys ed, and in kindergarten, I teach also art and drama, and I love it. They're so cute. And so for some of our international listeners, what is that age range? Um, kindergarten starts at around age four, and grade two is around seven and eight, so four to eight years old. And I can imagine the imaginations of a children that age can be quite entertaining over the course of the day. Yes, I have some of the most adorable children um, in the school. Uh, the school des- is designed for uh, children who uh, are families who are looking for a more um, specialized program. So we have a lot of children who are exceptionally gifted and really bright. So we have a lot of fun. Um, some of the kids can read at higher levels. Um, we also have a lot of children who are ESL, so English is a second language. So French is a third language. Um, so sometimes communications get mixed up, uh, and a four-year-old might hear shampoo instead of chapeau, and it's it's really awesome. They're mm-hmm. really great. So there, there's a lot of communication that needs to take place, <laughs> and clarification as well. Yes, yes, and as a new teacher, I, I sometimes make assumptions about things that mm-hmm. children might or might not know, and um, it's a learning process. Now, that being said, living in a bilingual city, I guess it, it is sort of commonplace for that to happen. You've been living in Ottawa for years now. Uh, yeah, this will be 20 years in Ottawa. And as I saw in the bio that was written for you for the Rosa Truly Ottawa Centre website, you feel that Ottawa is a city having everything you really need, a grocery store and a Gaelic team. Yes, yes. Uh, two of my favourite things in the world are eating and playing Gaelic football. So, um, of course, our tour across Ireland included lots of both. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, it's a really cool community to be part of. Um, you get to pick and choose a little bit of um, what you get to be involved in. Um, so, you've been a dedicated participant in this in this organization. I know that you were Team Canada Youth for four consecutive years. You also represented Canada at the 2012 Ladies Gaelic Football Association All Star Game, which. Sounds like a riot. Um, But I'd like to go into a bit more detail about the 2016 World Games. What are these for our listeners? Um, So last year, or I guess in 2015, um, the GAA has decided to revive the World Games and to celebrate um, just the growth globally of Gaelic Games. Um, There's there are now teams in Hong Kong, in Venezuela, in Argentina, um, in many different parts of Africa, of course, um, in Australia and, and places where we see a lot of uh, English 
as a second language teachers in international schools, um, the number one thing that people do when they go abroad is find a Gaelic team because they know the community, they know the culture, uh, and it's something familiar to do. A home away from home. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so to celebrate that, uh, Etihad Airways um, and the GAA have partnered to have a um, a championship. It was meant to be every three years, but as last year was the centennial of the rising, they held it in Dublin. Um, so we went over, we um, we played at the UCD with the final at Croke Park. Uh, Canada outplayed New York. New York outscored Canada. Um, so our ladies uh, lost a really good game in the final at Crook Park, which is the coolest thing in the entire universe. Well, and I know that people were following and cheering from this side of the Atlantic while you guys were over there. And overall, what was your favorite experience when you were able to go and represent Canada? Um, I think, well, the journey itself was incredible. It was my first time off the continent. Um, and... To be selected as the, the banner carrier for Canada for the ladies team, uh, along with our chairperson, Carrie Mortimer, um, to parade around the field at Croke Park in the middle of a hurling semifinal was amazing. Um, and the bonds we made as a team in our, our post-team tour, there, I, there was one spot we found in the middle of the Burns, um, just the GA pitch on the side of the road, and we mm-hmm. stayed and we played just amongst ourselves in the middle of the most beautiful place in the world and it was so incredible it sounds like overall it won't be something you'll soon forget i don't think i could ever forget it now as i heard it you also had a bit of a detour to the dome in tralee while you were there yes so um the 2016 ottawa rose sarah griffin uh, or as i lovingly call griff um because we have three sarahs on our football team uh, two of whom are roses or have been roses um, so she came and supported us at UCD during our tournament, um, and made it with our journey, uh, took her journey with us. And so we popped in in Trilly, uh, maybe 15 minutes before she took the stage, um, and the Road to the Dome team was ready and greeted us, and, and we shared our experience of, um, just the Ottawa Irish community, the Canadian Irish community supporting each other. And I'm sure that she certainly appreciated that. She seemed to like it. She she had a good time. A few more make beliefs in the crowd. (laughs) Now, as part of the Ottawa selection weekend, we partake in a number of events. Last night we were were at the Coltus Kelsori Aaron Kaylee, but it was particularly busy for you as an applicant Yes, so I'm actually um, on the executive for the uh, the CCE in Ottawa, and um, this is our big event. We start planning it. We'll probably start planning next year's on Wednesday. Um, so my job at the Kayleys is to tend the bar and greet the people. Um, it's a job I've chosen and I love. Um, so last night... Instead of spending time with our beautiful roses, um, wonderful girls, I uh, spent some time with some empty Coke cans and cups and got to see all of my my friends uh, behind the bar. Now, that said, I know that the audience appreciated your role there. So, <laughs> we um, sold out twice. <laughs> it goes without saying. 
Uh, Lisa, I want to thank you for speaking to us this morning on Irish Radio Canada. As we close up your interview, I'd like you to introduce the songs that the listeners are about to hear. Oh, um, well, thank you. So uh, the first song I've chosen is by the Irish Rovers, um, and I actually got to meet one of the members of the Irish Rovers in the fall when he was over, um, and it's called um, Orange and Green. Uh, so my mother, being from Kilkenny, is green, she's Catholic, and my father, being from Antrim, is Protestant, and so the song is about the same situation um, and how it how it just works, and it, here it works in Canada, and how it can work in Ireland. And on that lovely sentiment, we'll tune into the songs. 